Hi everyone, I'm Autumn. And I'm Kara, and we're the Hot Mess Homeschool Moms. We're coming at you each week with advice and tips to help make your homeschool better. We'll talk about all the fun and happy times. But then we'll get real and talk about the days where everyone is crying. The days where you just want to give up. The days where you have to scream into a pillow. And the days where you need that extra glass of wine at night. Because let's face it, homeschooling is just a hot mess. Hey, Kara. Hey, Ada. I'm good. A little bit sleepy. Oh, me too. I'm like about to fall asleep on my keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) So tired. I know. Yes. I mean, as probably most moms realize, if you are trying to record, um, you can only do so when your children are in bed. So all Mm -hmm. of our recording sessions are after our kids are in bed, of course. Yep. If your kids are like mine, they want to stay up and watch just one more episode. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. My daughter actually uh, said that tonight, like our bedtime or their bedtime is (laughs) generally they're supposed to start getting ready at eight. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes that means like that we don't actually close their door until nine you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but she, it was about seven fifty, and she had just gone into the living room to start watching a show. And I said, well, it's almost time for bed. And mm-hmm. she said, well, I was just going to watch one episode. And so I said, well, how about you go brush your teeth first and then you can watch your episode. And so then she did go up and brush her teeth. But then after a few minutes of like not hearing anything else, I hear her calling from her room in her bed. She's like, mom, come tuck me in. (laughs) And I said, well, I thought you were going to watch your episode. That is so funny. But then she said, well, it's not worth it to watch TV if you can't eat snacks. Because she had just brushed her teeth and that meant no more snacks. (laughs) Truth. Same girl, same. Yes. So (laughs) she just chose to go to bed. (laughs) If I can't eat snacks, I might as well just go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's sometimes what I run into. I'm like, oh, there's nothing good to eat. Should I just go to bed? I guess (laughs) just fall asleep and forget that you have nothing good to eat. Why even be awake if you can't be eating? First world problems. (laughs) So awful. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I have not been sleeping great either. And so that I've been really tired during the day. And so anyway, we've been watching um, a show as a family. And so um, we, the boys wanted to watch that for, you know, just one more episode. Or My younger one kept saying, I know what you're going to say, because at the end of, of a TV show, I said, okay, bedtime, bedtime. <laughs> but, um, I didn't say that tonight. My husband actually put him to bed tonight, so we could record. But anyway, yeah, so we'll, we'll get through it. We are going to get through this episode. Yeah. We are going to power through. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I woke up today. It, it is a Saturday, but I woke up about five fifteen, and I just could not go back to sleep. And so I went ahead and got up and I was productive. I did some computer work that I needed to do and, mm-hmm. um, started working on an outline for our podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I at least did those things so that later on in the afternoon, I was able to take a, a little nap. That's so nice. that helped. Yeah. That is nice. You've been busy though lately. Um, I have been. Yeah. We've been trying to get back to a schedule. Um, I know. But 
I've also, I feel like I've been waking up at like 5.30ish or actually the other night I woke up and like I said, not been sleeping good. Like one night I just, I didn't sleep at all. I felt like I saw every hour on the clock, but then there was one morning where I thought, okay, it's probably like at least six, seven in the morning. I looked at my clock and it was 3.30. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) So uh, I do often think like, well, should I just get up and like start doing stuff? But my kids already get up early enough and I'm just afraid that I would wake them up or I don't know. It's like, do I lay here and just, you know, feel tired or do I get up and be productive? And I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I, I could. And then actually the other day I did have a chance to take a nap, but then I got involved in a sewing project and that kind of pepped me up a little bit, but um, I totally just still should have taken a nap because then my boys wanted to go to the library and I involved going to town. <laughs> so yeah. I should have taken a nap, but I lived, I lived to tell the story. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so Kara, how was your week? So last episode, we talked about reading, um, teaching your children to read and, and reading to them. And so I thought I'd mention some books that we're currently reading in our school. Um, as I mentioned last time, we use Memoria Press literature studies in our school. So this year, my son is reading The Adventures of Robin Hood. Um, and then my daughter is or already read Paddington or a, a bear. Let's see a bear called Paddington, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then now she is reading the Moffats. And so I had never heard of that book before the, the Moffats, but I bought it because it said it was for her grade level. And it's like, well, I'm sure it's good, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you had read that before, right? I think you said that you had read no, it. No, I haven't, oh, okay. but we've never read it. I found it and I have oh, actually, I, I see. can see it on my shelf. Um, but no, I've never read it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a cute little book, um, about the Moffat children and then all the different shenanigans that they get into. Mm. Um, and so she, uh, my daughter, she will finish this book next week. Um, in, in our school, she has only one chapter left to go. And then, um, my son is currently reading Robin hood and it is surprisingly funny. Um, Hmm. I, I didn't expect that of it, but I mean, there are times where my son and I are both just cracking up at the things Aww. that, <laughs> that it, it, the way it was written. And so um, Robin Hood, he's very witty and he kind of pokes fun at his enemies, you know, the sheriff of Nottingham and um, mm-hmm. Prince John. Um, so yeah, we're both really enjoying that book. My son has said a couple times now that he wants to read the story again, that he said, once Aww. I finish this, I want to read this again. Wow. There you go. <laughs> so I know that's, that's a win for a kid who <laughs> doesn't like to read very much. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, we'll party over that one. <laughs> yeah. And then just, just a couple nights ago, I went to say goodnight to my daughter and she had an Amelia Bedelia book on her dresser. And I was like, oh, are you reading this book (laughs) just in your free time? (laughs) So she said, yeah, she said, we, I I think we have a a small little set of maybe four books or something. Mm -hmm. Apparently I'm like unaware of this, (laughs) Um, but she, um, yeah, she said she started reading it and it's like, okay, well you, 
keep going, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, I know, I know in the current Amelia Bedelia books, um, it's like a little girl, Amelia's mm-hmm. a little girl, but when I was younger, it was a woman, a grown yeah. woman was Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> and so we, yes. me and my brothers, um, we loved reading those books when we were younger. And I still remember one that I think was my favorite where Amelia Bedelia, she always liked to bake. And I always like to bake and I always mm-hmm. like to eat cookies and mm-hmm. Amelia Bedelia always made cookies. And so there was one book where she made it for like an entire baseball team and she brought the cookies out on the home plate and I mean, <laughs> they were just piled on there. So, mm-hmm. oh yes. I love me some Amelia Bedelia. I yeah. have actually a few of her books that I found at like a book sale and I really enjoyed reading those to the boys because that kind of reminds me of things, you know, I would read to them. I don't know if I have a favorite one. I have, I have a few that I really like, but I like the, um, I don't really what, what you call it. Uh, you know, just the, how she says things and they are, oh, they're not really what, what she thinks they are. What do you call that? Is that like a, Oh, she says things, but she is like mixed up in the meaning or something. Yes. Like she gets the meanings mixed up, you know? Mm, So I feel like I had, (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I had to explain that to my boys. Um, you know, like this is what she thinks it means and this is what she did. I don't know. So anyway, it, mm. the, I do like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that until you just said that. It's like, oh, that is true. She did get oh. mixed up and misunderstand mm-hmm. things a lot. <laughs> oh, so that's yeah. <laughs> so that was like my favorite part. Um, so does she do that in the little kid books or I don't, do you know? I, have, I haven't read I have them ask I know I have comprehension ask her. here we'll just have <laughs> yes. to ask <laughs> yeah I will I'll ask her I does Amelia Bedelia get mixed up all the time <laughs> so when we were at the library this week I mentioned my kids wanted to go to the library one day uh, mainly they just want to go to look for games but my older son um found some games that he wanted to, to read but I or to play but um my younger son I had found this I had mentioned an episode or two ago that he has a very thick large out of his reading range chapter book that he's been reading which he's been doing great uh-huh. at reading it but I need to find something that has that's a chapter book that he might see as like a challenge for himself kind of like as an equal to the other one but like it's more age appropriate not that this one's not age appropriate but it's just I don't know. It's about Marvel characters and stuff. So I found a while ago, I found these books called, I think there's a Heidi Heckelbeck and a Henry Heckelbeck. Have uh-huh. you ever seen those? I don't they're think so. Cute. I think they're new, newish. And so they have, what I liked about it is that they have large print and then they, they're not like, I don't know what grade level they are, but I feel like my, if my, six-year-old is reading this Marvel book that, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to help him through and stuff. I definitely think he could read this other book. Um, so I, he likes snow and the winter. And so there was one about Henry Heckelbeck, like chills out or something like that. And so I thought maybe he'll, maybe he'll like that. So I'm hoping that he will do like your daughter did and just like, you know, get interested in it. Of course, I don't know. I've just kind of like been trying to set it around, like to show him. And I tried to show him, of course, I don't want to force anything on him, you know, and like, no, you have to read this, but they also have a reading winter reading program at the library. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if yours is doing nice. That. I yeah. don't think so. 
so they have a bingo where you can just read four books in a row. Um, you can, and that's, you know, diagonal and you can get a bingo. And so I was like, maybe that would, you know, help like, oh, you could read your Marvel book, but you could also read this book. Cause I think it's a chapter book, but I think he could finish it like pretty easily. So anyway, um, that's exciting though. Whenever you find out that your kid is like reading without you knowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yes. 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 Since you mentioned the library, uh, reading, uh, contest or program Mm -hmm. um yes we do always join our summer one i think i think that's the only one my library does is just the summer reading program but we always do that and there's an app that we keep track of all the books we read and Mm -hmm. um it's lots of fun my kids like doing it they you know want to get finish it and get the prizes and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah this one had a drawing for a gift card so my younger son, or sorry, my older son was like, well, I hope that it's like a lot of money. <laughs> I hope it's like 400 no, $600 so that I can get a new PS5. <laughs> like, oh, So I was like, okay, I need to like make sure he understands that. Number one, like it's a drawing. You have to put your, you have to get your bingo and then you have to enter into it. And it doesn't guarantee mm-hmm. that you win. I didn't want to discourage him from reading, but I was also like, it will be war if he if he does something like that, tries to turn it in, and it thinks he will automatically get a gift uh-huh. card or anything. But he he understood that, so I don't know. We'll see if he does it. I don't I don't know if he will. But yeah. he was like, "Well, do you have to read a library book?" And I was like, "Well, I'm sure it means any book. I don't think that it means a book you check out from the library." But right. I'm also like, it's probably like I didn't tell him this, but like a ten dollar gift card. <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't know how much it is, but yeah. it's just funny. He has high hopes, so he can right. he can do that if he wants. Yeah. How high does the bribe need to be for him to read? Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, you can get a new PS5, <laughs> which ain't happening, son. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you, Autumn? How's your week been? Besides the stories. <laughs> I know. Besides all that, it's been good. We've been trying to get back to our week. Um, we've been trying to get back to school, I should say. And we have been doing pretty well. Um, and on top of that, I've also started some sewing projects. I got my, my dusty sewing machine out and thought that it was broken and then just realized I had forgotten how to use it. <laughs> I didn't need to take two screws out of it to try to fix it. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so um anyway I've I've been doing that and that's just kind of I like sewing I'm not good at it but it's kind of monotonous for me too um yeah. because it's not mon- I don't know if it's monotonous it's just I don't have a space for it and it makes a mess and if I could just like have a space for it and then walk away and leave it that would be great, but right. I can't do that because, you know, mm. this is also my homeschool room and it's also my podcast room and it's also my <laughs> office and it's also, um, you know, whatever. So anyway, um, but it's been good. I've, I've been just kind of chilling and my husband's off again next week. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I mean, I enjoy having him home. Don't, don't get me wrong. Really? Oh, yeah. My boys are like, no, right. I don't want to do school. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, yes, that's how it's been going. It's been going yeah. Good. So what kind of things are you sewing? 
I just have a friend who just had a baby and I thought, you know, I need to do something for her. <laughs> she doesn't mm -hmm. live around here, but she was always so good about giving gifts whenever she was around here. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I've never been good at that kind of thing. So anyway, I thought I would, I saw on Pinterest these, um, like soft baby cubes, mm -hmm. you know, it's just like a cube that you stuff and it, whatever. So I made a few of those. I'm just trying to practice. I've never made anything three dimensional, four dimensional, whatever dimensional. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually surprised at how easy it was. So yeah. I made those and then my kids have been using them as a ball. Like they also, they made up this huge game. And I told my husband, I said, if I could have known that that was going to provide so many hours of entertainment, I would have never bought them a toy right. <laughs> in their life and just done that, you know? Yeah. Um, Who needs so, a yeah. PS5? Exactly. <laughs> you have a sewn cube that's stuffed right. and is made for a baby. Yeah. So um, what, what does a baby do with a cube? You know, that's funny because my nine-year-old asked me the same thing. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> they chew it, they put it in their mouth, they throw uh, it. They, okay. I mean, I think the ones that so I like saw. A toy. Yes. I okay. Yeah. And it has, so I would show you, I can, I, it won't benefit our, our listeners, but I'll show you later. <laughs> it's, um, is it, it has different, uh, a different fabric or a different print for every side uh -huh. to some of them. So okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you could get real inventive with it, but yeah. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know if it was like a large cube and the baby like lays on it oh. like to take a nap or something, or if it was a <laughs> little cube and they play dice with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just pretty much cute. It, it has no purpose. I, I guess. See. I think I'm just thinking like, Oh, you know, if you don't really want to buy your kid a toy that, you know, you're just going to have to get rid of. Um, eventually, you know, just have something like this that, you know, you can also just get rid of, but, yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, I, you can probably stack them. Some of the things I had seen were, they were more square, like mine are, are a cube, but some of them looked like they, I don't know if they had cardboard in them to make them mm. more, I don't know what they had in them because yeah. they were like more, more straight and pointy. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine don't look like that. However, here is here's a little thing that did happen that worked out well. Um, my youngest son wanted to do uh, mommy and me time, I guess you could say. So I I hate to say this, but I even though I like came up with it, I don't enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I can say that because I know other people feel that way because I actually saw something on Facebook the other day. It was like, you know, I don't enjoy playing with my kids, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, mm -hmm. <laughs> it sounds so lovely. Anyway, so what I did and what I've been trying to do is um, kind of invite them to do things with me, you know, kind of invite them into my own world. So anyway, I was able to have my six-year-old help me with some of my sewing and some of my ironing, even though I was like right there with him. Right. you know, helped him. Um, and that really, he, he loved that. So that actually was kind of nice. Um, mm -hmm. and you know, it also is beneficial because now he knows kind of a couple little small things about, yeah. the, you know, how to sew. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. But anyway, yes. Yeah. I, I, uh, one of these days I would like to show my kids how to 
um, crochet. Mm -hmm. Even my son, I don't know. I think he's like, why would I want to learn that? But yeah, it's like, well, it's, I don't know. It's an okay skill to have for mm -hmm. a boy. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I, I enjoy crocheting and, and I do a little knitting, but I'm not as good as that, but, or as good at that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I would like to show them that one at some point. I think I did mm -hmm. show my daughter once before and she was trying to do it, but, um, I, I think she was uh, maybe a little too young for it at the time, mm -hmm. but she so, wanted, she wanted me to show her. Yeah. If you would start like my sister, my other sister-in-law crochets and, um, mm -hmm. she does like little stuffy animals and stuff. Mm -hmm. When she started, uh, she made a chain that wrapped around her parents' entire house. I and, see. And like, and so she was teaching her daughter to do it and her daughter loved it, but she just made a chain. Uh, so I was asking basically, I hmm. guess if you would have your daughter do that, like just, you know, yeah. kind of get used to doing it that way. That's I don't know idea. if that's how it works. I, I don't crochet. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm not, sh I mean, I'm sure she probably would like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm just full <laughs> of them. <laughs> So this week we thought we would talk about um, homeschool schedules, which is quite fun for Kara and I to talk about. We yeah. both enjoy planning and organizing and scheduling. Um, mm -hmm. So you know, just like other aspects of homeschooling, there's many different types of schedules, of course. So it's not all one size fits all. Of course, you can tailor it to your lifestyle, to your own schedule, to everything. So, um, you know, once again, Kara and I have different scheduling approaches. So Kara, um, would you like to tell us a little bit about your homeschool schedule approach? So I would say out of the two of us, I am definitely the more rigid, uh, schedule planner. Mm -hmm. Um, I, every month that I plan my upcoming schedule, I, um, have each book listed and the page numbers that we're doing. And, um, for every day I have all that, uh, laid out and then we stick to that schedule, um, with very few exceptions. <laughs> um, there might be days that, you know, it's like, well, we just, you know, school isn't going to work out and then we skip the whole day. But, um, mm. if, if we're doing school, we are generally doing everything that I laid out in the plan. So <laughs> what about you, Autumn? How do you uh, plan your day? Yeah. So I used to be that way. I used to be very rigid, um, but it just wasn't working um, for us because it was making me more stressed out because lots of days that didn't work. Like that didn't happen. You know, not everything got done. So I might have several things on our list of things to do and it wasn't getting done. And that was stressing me out and making me more angry because I was like, no, it's on the list. We're going to do it. <laughs> and that was like just a huge fight because I already fight with my kids, you know, a lot too, or at least one of them uh, more than the other. So what I had to do is just become more relaxed, um, and go with the flow and just see what we can get accomplished in the day. And it is a struggle still for me sometimes to not be super annoyed when they, you know, pull out a game that they want to play, you know, mm -hmm. that might be educational, but it's like, no, it's not on the list. So <laughs> I had to get kind of, I try to get away from that, but I am still to my core kind of rigid and want to, to do you know, exactly what's planned. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I do. I will say I am more relaxed now. 
And I think having kind of the curriculum that I have is more um, comprehensive too. So that helps. Um, it's kind of like what they call like an open and go. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of prep to it. It's not mm -hmm. like, I know you, you know, plan out the books and stuff and the pages with what I'm using. is just the lesson. And if, if we need, if we want to do more than one lesson, I can, but mm. it's just like, that's what's laid out there for you. And then you're yeah. good to go. Right. Um, yeah, not much, so. not much planning involved then. Yeah. yeah. And I used to be like for the first, I would say I stopped doing that like the middle of last school year, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I was literally every night before that or, you know, on the weekends, I was constantly in my office, in my homeschool room, you know, planning everything. And I love, I loved it. And I still, I love that kind of, you know, thing, but it's like, it's just, right. it wasn't working for us. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely, I'm more relaxed now than I used to be, but that's just part of changing schedules and stuff too. So, yeah. So as far as schedules, then, um, if you think bigger picture, you know, think about your whole homeschool year, um, there's different schedules that, uh, you can kind of stick to with that you know there's traditional mm -hmm. which would be more so like adhering to the public school schedule having the the longer summer off taking the fall and winter and spring breaks mm -hmm. um that's something that i did i think quite early on um kindergarten maybe in first grade maybe we also yeah. kind of did that too when my son was in those grades um but since then we've we've been switching to a different schedule that we'll talk about here in a minute Mm -hmm. yeah. Was that working for you? I mean, was it, I mean, why did you change? Um, it was working for us as far as, you know, just the actual day-to-day -day schooling. That was fine. But um, I just found that for, for us, the two months off in the summer, my kids just, I feel like they just do their best when they're on more of um, a structure, mm -hmm. um, that, and school tends to give them that structure. So yeah. we do do more year, year round, uh, schooling now, even, even doing mm -hmm. some in the summer. And so I just feel like with that structure, they do better with each other and also yeah. in other aspects as well. So it wasn't, it wasn't just, you know, I don't think it was too hard or anything to keep up with mm -hmm. the public school schedule, but it was just, I think the long summer off was mm. what was difficult for us, which probably most people enjoy that long summer off. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, I think every kid's different for me. We also did the public school system for, which of course for first grade, he was in like, he was virtual learning. My oldest son was, but then after that I did, when I was on my own, I did try the public school system schedule for a little while and it was too grueling for us because I would find, you know, with my strict, thinking I was like no go 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 when we really needed a break more often mm -hmm. and I think there was one point where I don't know if it was the school system had a break but I didn't take a break or something and I think it was like something nine weeks that we didn't we had no breaks and it was just not good for us it was horrible so I kind of was like you know I gotta break away from the public school system's schedule because I'm not on their schedule Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about that as yeah. much. So I didn't yeah. have to change. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you were just saying that, I mean, that did remind me that I remember when my son was in kindergarten, um, 
that we did go a very long time without taking a break <laughs> because yeah. I thought, I just thought, well, let's just get ahead of the public school even and, and all that. But I mean, yeah, I remembered that we went a very long time. I mean, probably a number of months without wow. having a day off. And yeah. oh, I mean, wow. you know, we were majorly burned out. <laughs> yes. I would so, so. so yeah. I finally realized like, oh, breaks are good. <laughs> yes. We need breaks. Breaks are good yes. for our brains. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But no, that's I how, mean. that's how it is when you first start. It's like, you don't know what yes. you're doing. It takes you a while to yeah. figure things out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes we feel like we have to bring the public school into our home, like public school, mm you know, at home is what a lot of people feel like. And part of what I was doing too in the early years was not in the early year or so, not sure if I was going to put him back in public school. So I was like, well, I'll just follow their schedule and keep him on, on with them in case I need going to send him back. But ultimately that didn't happen. And so I was then able to kind of find my own, I like to call it my homeschool groove. (laughs) (laughs) So I found that finally, and that's been, been working for us. So yeah. Anyway, what are some other homeschool schedules? Um, one that I've heard of before too is the Sabbath schedule, where mm-hmm. people do um, six weeks on and then take one week off, um, mm-hmm. or you can do it, you know, however many weeks on that you want. Um, four weeks on, one week off. Of course, then you'd have a shorter summer if you do that. Um, mm-hmm. But just and then two that can kind of you can adjust those, you know, if um, yeah. different vacations or breaks are coming up, you know, maybe you do five weeks one one time and then the week off and then seven weeks and a week off or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think that I did exactly that Sabbath. I don't know if it, if it's exactly has to be six weeks on one week off, but what I did yeah. last year and I really liked it. Um, the only reason I changed it this year is because it just didn't work out with my schedule otherwise outside of school. But what I really enjoyed doing was three weeks on one week off. That mm-hmm. really was good for us. Now I did, I didn't have to do this. I did find myself kind of like cramming stuff in at the end of the year, which I don't, I don't know that I needed to do that, but, um, to, to get done and be able to give them a little bit of a summer, but that, yeah, it's interesting because there's so many different ways you can break it up, but mm-hmm. that is one way I did it. And I, I could, you know, say that I, I did enjoy it. It just, it's not working. It won't work for us right now necessarily. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> I'm trying to it I'm trying to analyze would that actually work because my son <laughs> liked it I feel like that's basically what we're doing now because we've yeah. been having so many breaks but <laughs> yeah so to to go along with what Autumn's saying so she would you would do um 15 days a month yes is what basically. it would work out to be yeah. and so times the 12 months right? Mm-hmm. That's 180. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I think it that's is. What, yes. Yes. Good. <laughs> Quick Do mental math. <laughs> yes. Mental math. Yes. That's why I did it. Yeah. yeah. That was what it averaged out to. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, all kinds of schedules are, are work for people. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing that, yes, you probably would not have much or any of summer, but you know, yeah. if that's not something that you worry about, then that's okay. You get lots of breaks in between though. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And so I think that's kind of what I'm doing now. I did a quick calculation earlier and I was like, you know, I think that's kind of what I'm doing now because correct me if I'm wrong, but (laughs) I'm doing, I don't do Mondays anymore. So we don't do book work on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And so I basically am doing four days a week and that averages out to be about 15 or 16 days a month as well, I think. So, um, 
Do you still, though, with that Monday off, do you still count that as a school day I just by do. doing? So I'm still counting it, I guess. Yeah, so... right. Because yeah, I mean, that's how that's how we do it too. Is yeah. um, our Wednesdays is kind of our um, slower day where we do kind of some extra things, but then generally my kids do. Um, do math on that day too, but that's the only mm-hmm. book that they usually do on that on Wednesdays. Um, yeah. In addition to the extra things that we do, so it's just kind of a, a nice little break, you know. If on mm-hmm. in our case, doing it on Wednesday midweek, um, that you know fits works for us and gives them a little break from all the all the rest of the planning that I have going on for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah. know. Um, a lot of people worry like, okay, if you do a year round schedule, like you don't get a summer. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is somewhat true depending on how you do it. I mean, Mm -hmm. so that's what I do is I do a year round schedule. Working through a summer allows you to take breaks whenever you want, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can take longer breaks in the fall or winter or spring or however you want to do it. So Maybe the way that I do it is different from others. I don't know. But what we do is we do it part-time in the summer. Um, so we do just two to three days a week of our full schedule of books, but only two to three days a week. And so, like I said, there's a couple of reasons why we started that. One was, as I said, that my kids seem to do better with that little bit of structure. When my kids have even just a few weeks off, I find that they just get at at each other's throats. Uh, They (laughs) fight a lot during the breaks, um, maybe just because they're bored. Um, Mm -hmm. So... I just find that doing it part-time in the summer offers that little bit of structure instead of just having months of free time. And so then the other reason I do it is just to get us a little ahead of schedule. Um, Because like I said, I do take other breaks in addition to the, you know, fall and winter breaks, even Um, like here in just a couple of weeks, we're going on a trip for for two weeks. And that is an an extra of what we already kind of took off in the winter. So it just gets us a little ahead of schedule. Um, I tend to be about a month ahead of the public school. I do print off their calendar each year just to see where I am at in, in Mm -hmm. relation to them. Not that it matters. Yeah, (laughs) It's okay to be behind them too. (laughs) I I I am. (laughs) It's not a competition. And then two, you know, doing it part, I mean, the way I do it just two to three days a week, I obviously, I, of course, want my kids to still have fun in the summer. And so there's usually lots of activities to do and hanging out with friends and going to the pool. And so we, I don't work those things around my school schedule. I work school around those things Mm -hmm. in the summertime because I feel like that's, you know, more important to do all the fun things while their friends are off as well and then fit school in in between. Yeah. 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 And like you were saying earlier, working better on a schedule, I think all kids do better with structure. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, who doesn't in life? I, right. I get a little cranky, like, you know, with my, Oh, I yes. sound I sound so bad when I say, <laughs> say my husband's been off work and blah blah blah. But just the other day, we like we weren't doing anything all day, and 
I was just getting cranky. And he was like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm just cranky because we haven't been doing anything. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> not his fault. It's nothing. It's just like, right. I need that structure because we were off of our school schedule. Mm-hmm. And so who doesn't do better with a schedule? I am actually surprised how often I don't hear my kids say that they're bored which is kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of right. people hear their kids say that they're bored, but honestly, I would say homeschooling year round for me, my kids, I don't hear that too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I would, a, a, yeah. So, yeah, I would say that your kids, I mean, every time I feel like I talk to you or my kids talk to them uh, <laughs> on FaceTime, it seems like they're always active doing something. Yes. I mean, my kids yeah. are not, quite like that. They're more so of a <laughs> screen time type type of yeah. situation. But I mean, even when you talk to me or we do our, our uh, video messages to each other, mm-hmm. I can always hear your kids playing in the oh, background yeah. and everything. So <laughs> it does seem like they are good at keeping themselves occupied. And that must be them because, um, yeah, you're right. They are always occupied. They're always interrupting me when I'm trying to talk to you on, on <laughs> our little things. And I'm always getting so irritated. Another reason why we have to do this at night. But that must be kind of their personality. So it just depends on your child because I had another homeschool mom. We were talking about homeschooling and working full time, just homeschooling and working with a busy schedule. And she was, she brought up the point of being worried about what her kids were going to do on their downtime and how she kind of had to fill in that time or just worried about that. And I was like, that is not a concern that I have. Like, I don't worry about what my kids you know, are going to do on their downtime. Of course that she might've also been talking about while she was away from the house. And that was not something that I personally, you know, had to worry about. So that might've been the difference there, but I don't, my kids do, you know, enjoy playing games. They do enjoy watching TV, but like you said, they're very active. Um, I think I mentioned in another episode that, you know, my younger son is constantly, you know, fighting Spider-Man villains <laughs> and in our living room. And they're, they're always making up games. Like I was talking about these things, these cubes that I was sewing, like they, they were playing with those. That was hours of entertainment. So mm-hmm. it might just be, yeah, the difference of your kid's personality and, and everything and interests. Right. <laughs> too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I try to have my longest break off be in the spring. Um, usually we finish our school year around April or May. Um, and so during that time I'll, I'll normally take a few weeks off, maybe like two to four weeks off, um, just of no school. So my kids do have that sort of break, but again, they tend to get it at each other and bother (laughs) each other. But, um, during that time I do tend to, um, plan little projects for myself, uh, Mm -hmm. that I just find that wouldn't be very easy to do while doing school. So, um, like one year I have in my office, there are built-in cabinets. And so I painted those all, um, during one of our breaks. And then, um, this one we had in 2023, the, the in-between school break, um, I painted the brick fireplace wall in my family room. Mm -hmm. And then also, uh, I redid both of the kids' bedrooms, um, painting their walls and redecorating. And then also yeah. I painted their playroom and I, <laughs> I didn't really redecorate that. We kept all the decorations, but um, yeah. So I just try to be, you know, do, do things in that break that I'm not really able to do otherwise. And I feel like I get more accomplished that way. 
Yeah, let me say something about Carrie here. She's like Speedy Gonzalez when it comes to these kinds of <laughs> like projects. So I will be, she'll tell me like, yeah, I'm thinking about painting the kid's bedroom or, you know, playroom or whatever. And then like the next time I hear from her, it's done. And I'm like, <laughs> I would still be thinking about it and like in the process and then like talking myself out of it by the time that she has like completely finished the project. Right. So that's like really amazing. I wish you could come to my house. I wish I was more like that, but no, your painting projects all look awesome. I love your, I love, your built-ins you. and your fireplace. So yeah, definitely you. good to take time for those, but um, yeah. I am not as ambitious. <laughs> I do feel like I'm a pretty good painter. I know some yeah. people, you know, just can't do it. My husband, I don't even ask him for help anymore. I mean, <laughs> I love you, honey. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's, uh, he used to, like, when we first moved into our house and we were painting, like, every single room in the house, mm -hmm. yes, he would help and he would roll while I would do the cutting in with a brush. Um, but since then, um, anything else, it's, it's like, Oh, I'll just do it all. I can yeah, do that. <laughs> I'll take over. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Not that he did a bad job, but you know, no, I'm know just you. a little bit better at it. Yeah. So one of these days I, I have kind of thought to myself, although it's, you know, nearing, the time here in a few months, but I have thought to myself that, well, maybe this next break that we have, I will paint my kitchen cabinets mm. and we have a lot of cabinets and I just feel like, oh my goodness, it's such a big job and it's going to take a, forever to do it. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it gets done this year or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they do, you know, at the end of a school year, they do usually get a few weeks of no school. And by the time they are just like sick of each other, then it's like, okay, let's get back into <laughs> start, start in school part time. Yeah. <laughs> and then generally, I think before we start school for the year, I might take, you know, another two weeks off or so just to give them one final break before starting in full time again. Mm, and good. we generally start, we generally start full time when the public school starts as well so that's true mm -hmm. yeah so yeah with with the early start with the summer too um that like i said it helps you um take longer breaks or more breaks um or however you want to work it so i um enjoy traveling quite a bit having mm -hmm. vacations not like we do it often um you know as often as maybe other people do but um i enjoy planning vacations very much. And, um, <laughs> and so I, one of the reasons, I mean, one of the best reasons to homeschool is so you can vacation anytime you want and not have to stick to the public school schedule yeah. when everybody is off at spring break mm -hmm. and at fall break and winter break. And yeah. so, like I said, we're getting ready to go to Orlando here in two weeks during one of their slowest times of the year. Uh, mm -hmm. we're going to Disney, I guess I should say that too. Um, and so that's, you know, one of the slowest times for Disney is, um, late January after all the holidays are over. Mm, um, and then it's also decent weather. I hate going when it's super hot. <laughs> Can't get care to do anything. No, so. I know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, as I said, I, I like to take my big break during the springtime because that's when it's most enjoyable for me. <laughs> <laughs> I do not enjoy the heat at all. <laughs> mm -mm. Um, so yeah, we, you can take breaks and vacations anytime you want. I am a big planner. I always plans month and plan months in advance for any vacations we take. Um, oh yes, 
itineraries galore. (laughs) She's shown them too many people. I know. Oh my goodness. I don't know how my husband puts up with me. He just, he just rolls with it. He's so good. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to do anything. You got to take care of That's nice. I mean, who doesn't enjoy that? Yeah. He's just like, what are we doing next? <laughs> Tell me where to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I joke that I love planning for a trip almost as much as actually going on the trip. <laughs> so um, here when we go uh, to Disney in a couple weeks, oh my goodness, you should see my file folder. It is full of all the park maps. There are itineraries that I have typed up for each day um, for each park that we go to. It has all of our hotel lodgings printed out and in there. Um, I just take such great enjoyment (laughs) in planning for my trips. She's going to break out in song here in a minute. And so that also rolls over into my homeschool planning too. Mm-hmm. I take, I, I think that is literally the funnest part of, mm-hmm. of homeschooling for me is just planning all the things. Um, oh, I was just going to say, um, I, <laughs> I feel bad to hear you say that because I, as much as I loved planning and I loved, you know, it was like so fun for me to come in here and think like, oh, come into my office and think, oh, what are we going to do next? And, you know, plan everything. And I get so excited. And then they would just crap all over it whenever it came time <laughs> to actually do it. I hate to say that because maybe that's not the case for everybody. And I'm not saying that a person shouldn't plan. And, and then I'm not saying that your way is whatever, but it's like for my kids, it was just like all those hours of planning that went into it. And then when it came to it, they just absolutely had no interest. And I was like, are you kidding? And I think it was also because I had built it up because I had planned for it and all this stuff. And just completely crapped on it. So yeah. <laughs> that just reminded me when you said that. So we, yeah. I don't sorry. know. That's a downer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, with you saying that, yeah. I mean, I realize as I'm saying all this, I realize that I'm probably crazy. And no. <laughs> um, yeah, people are probably just thinking that I am just too rigid about it. But, um, you know, again, I have been like this since the very beginning. So my children know no different. <laughs> Well, I think, I don't know, correct? I don't know. It's maybe my perception. Um, I feel like your kids respond better to it than my kids Mm -hmm. do. I don't know. Maybe my kids are just unruly and (laughs) (laughs) uh, what do you call it? Um, Rambunctious and like, you know, crazy. But um, I think your kids react like maybe they take after me a little bit. They just, they, they enjoy the plan as well. Maybe not. No, I don't know. I think it's something because I, and it's, again, that's just the difference of kids, you know, Mm. personalities of, of what works for you and stuff. So anyway. Yeah. Yes. We will, I will get into it more. Maybe I should just save it. But when I get down to our daily schedules about the checklist, yes, I'll tell, I'll tell more about, um, what my kids think of that. Okay. Yeah. So when it comes down to, um, then planning for the month, um, Mm -hmm. what I do then is I break my, you know, my 180 days that I have to do into nine separate 20 day or four week months. Um, this doesn't mean that I do those four weeks all in just one month's time. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just for my planning purposes. Um, so only one month I was looking at my, um, attendance record only one month so far 
have I actually done 20 days in that month? Um, Otherwise, I think there was some 16 and and 18s um, in there. But so it might be easier. You know, I feel like I always say like in my month that I'm planning, uh, that's just how I say it. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I'm actually planning for January, you know, Um, it's Mm -hmm. just I'm planning my 20 day section of time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, I usually schedule two monthly plans at a time. Um, except for that very first month, I generally do that by itself. Um, because when you're first starting school for the year, you have new books and, and maybe even, you know, new programs that you're doing for the first time. And so I generally just do that one month just to see how everything goes, see if anything needs tweaked, if anything isn't working and just drop it off the schedule for next time. And then once, you know, once we get the hang of it, we get that first month, how we like it, then I'll do months two and three and so on. So, um, I make my own curriculum. Like I think we said in a previous episode. So if you don't know where to begin with making a curriculum, just look at how many pages in your book there are or how many lessons and divide that by nine to see how many pages to do in a month or divide it by 36 to see how many pages or lessons to do each week. Mm -hmm. So I just go through and start with one subject or book, um, kind of write a little note at the front of it of how many pages I need to do each month or each week. And then, um, I just refer back to that every time I plan for the, for the month. Um, so I just start with one book, plan out the 20 days in that subject or the, that book, write down which pages to do each day. And then I move on to the next subject to writing or, and then to spelling and so on until I have them all done. And I have the whole schedule written for the day and I use Microsoft word, and I have a table that I, I have in there and I just fill it out like that. And then something new I've done the last couple years is that I have added an extra day. I mean, like our 20th day each month is our extra day uh, where we get to do fun things. Um, usually, I would say more often than not, it and it turns out to be a field trip. Sometimes it um, happens to coincide with a trip we're taking, you know, within uh, that month. And so like we've gone to Cincinnati a couple of times and we've gone to the museums there or St. Louis and we go, we've gone to the museums there or to the zoo. Um, if it's not, if it doesn't end up being a field trip, then we'll do things at home. You know, we can do home ec and do some baking. My kids both mm-hmm. like, like to bake a lot. Um, we can do excellent cookies. <laughs> That, is, that, that is true. I'm so humble. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Or we can do science experiment or an art project, or sometimes we just have a documentary day and I just let mm-hmm. the kids, you know, pick uh, a documentary to watch. Um, or even as Autumn was saying earlier, playing some educational games, um, card games often involve math, some sort of, some form of math or, and strategic thinking, um, playing board games like Monopoly or Payday, you know, uses money skills and also, Hey, life experience, buying and selling. I mean, <laughs> can't get better than that. <laughs> So that wraps up our yearly and monthly schedules. Yay. And so we ended up splitting this episode uh, into two parts because Kara felt like she was talking way too much. (laughs) (laughs) Even even though there was a few episodes ago that I was talking way too much and my family was like, 
why are you talking so much? Um, so in part two of this uh, schedule uh, episodes about schedules, we will talk more about our weekly and daily planning. So we'll see you then. Okay. Well, bye. Bye. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date with our latest episodes. Also check us out on Instagram and our Facebook page and group at Hot Mess Homeschool Moms.